Playing in the background is Jessica with Chubalami and you are still tuned in to Uneswa FM 88.2 and if you just joined us, Ufiega Shemlaleli, Ufigele Etuwayo, American Voices, the best show in the country and today we have Majlamini, myself, Chester is Esotini. Chester Esotini. 17 minutes past the hour six in the evening is the time and of course we're still tuned in. Didn't I miss him for that? Didn't no, I no, 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 he called that? it correctly, he said past the hour six. You've grown. Oh, you've grown. You've <laughs> grown. Right into the conversation. Uh, asking a conversation here for with Dr. Sugolushe. So the first thing we would like to just talk about, doctor. I'll call you doctor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll use doctor today. Yes. Is. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it. Last year's statistics stated that Matapa is a hot spot for EHIV. So now, what are the causal factors for this? Uh, when there are so many resources to aid the curbing, yes, spread the HIV. You guys are one of the biggest foundations that exist in the country, and you are yeah. in. You are through your five facilities in Regional. in all the the regions. the regions, and knowing very well, you are not even the only foundation, but there's others, and there's just so many even campaigns that have been done. But why do you think this is still the case? Okay, thank you for that question. Um, actually, before maybe I answer your question, the, I need to mention that the government of Eswatini, uh, together with all the partners, including ourselves, there's been a lot of progress made in this area of HIV AIDS. Actually, we are way, if you've heard of the 95, 95, 95 yes. targets, mm -hmm. we are actually ahead. We hit it. Yeah. Yes, we hit them. And we are one of the first countries to do that. So I don't, I don't want to take away from that. We've done quite a lot. But these are now final surveys surveys that are being done to see where are we getting the new infections from so in 2021 actually they found that there was a survey that showed that the new infections are mostly in this and in young girls actually ages 15 to 24 unfortunately but these are actually studies that now we are now trying to focus resources mm -hmm. on where we are getting the new infections so the reasons that were cited for this include um, the prevalence of uh, transactional sex, especially between young girls and maybe older men, something related to financial support, mm -hmm. yes, and then gender-based violence that puts young girls maybe in relationships where they cannot negotiate for safe sex practices. And um, there's also issues of knowledge, actually. You'll find that even um, at university, some girls have limited reproductive health and, um, and knowledge about HIV, despite all these campaigns that are there everywhere. There is still gaps in mm. knowledge in terms of how people can protect themselves right now from HIV. So they have, there are some new things that are there mm -hmm. to try to support and close this gap that has come in with the young girls who are very vulnerable to HIV infection. Um, sure. I hear you mentioning that there is a huge gap. So my mm -hmm. next question would be, so what is being done to better educate people? Do you think that, I think from the past we know that HIV and AIDS campaigns used to use scare tactics. Sure. Used, sure. They used to use scare <laughs> tactics. But now you find a very beautiful young woman or even old. Yes beautiful, educated, well in their career, I am HIV positive. So now when I see that 
it's no longer scary mm-hmm. but manje but it campaign you know it's a villain it's a monster so do you think that hiv aids campaigns should now rebrand into properly educating the people and not just using scare tactics to try and bit to try and raise awareness yeah i completely agree with you i'm not sure but scare tactics were used when i was young mm-hmm. where would actually be given pictures and things like that <laughs> i think when you guys grew up that had passed actually everyone realized that that does not work mm-hmm. so the issue of education empowering the young women to actually know how to negotiate for sex, sex safe sex even in that type of a relationship mm-hmm. and even educating them about resources that are there i mean there are things like pre-exposure prophylaxis which is available that young men can access and there's even something new that has been introduced i think called a ring yes. that they can put i think you've heard of it mm-hmm. yes. so yes i completely agree with you we are trying probably it might not be enough but we want young women to be aware of all the resources that are there not only young women i mean young people to yes. be aware of everything that is there for them so that they can protect themselves from getting hiv infected yeah. I also want to jump in uh, still on the <clears throat> using scare techniques to actually push, mm-hmm. try to push the narrative of people are uh, trying to take care of their health in terms mm-hmm. of uh, HIV issues, is, in as far as HIV issues is actually concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want, us, I want us to talk about how um, you find uh, people, especially... I don't want to say AHF because it's mm-hmm. going to sound personal, but people mm-hmm. in the space uh, who actually try to combat HIV, you find that in as much as they put uh, gruesome visuals, mm-hmm. I think they did that once, it was not cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing us things that are scary and all that genius. Yeah. That should be looked into. But also, yeah. um, I think we also want to talk about issues like how they would tell you would say um if you don't use a condom for example mm-hmm. you're going to get hiv mm-hmm. and you're going to die um mm-hmm. unless you take arvs so if you don't take arvs you are going mm-hmm. to die i still feel that in as much as uh we have tried to like um change how we present the information mm-hmm. the ultimate goal is so login for you if you don't do this you do mm-hmm. this if you don't go to church you're going to hurt that kind of thing so what okay. can be done in, in, in actual fact to actually try and present the information in such a way that uh, now since you introduce a earring for example mm-hmm. see be excited right yes, away yes. Be yes. issues i would see oh, what are you doing for the men but this is only focused for the women mm-hmm. what can be done to actually try and um mm-hmm. repackage uh, the information pieces in such a way that we can easily uh, ingest them as young people yeah okay thank you for that question chester and i think it's important that this be brought to young people because i think the answers can be found from new young people in terms of how this message can be communicated to other young people because ultimately as healthcare workers unfortunately we can get lost in that mm. to say you shouldn't be if, if, if you get HIV, if you don't take ARVs, because that's a fact still. Mm. Unfortunately, we still have people who are dying from HIV despite ARVs. But a message that is able to reach young people probably should be using platforms that young people are using right now, like the social media, TikToks, and things like that. And being given in, an, in a way that is accessible to young people by young people. This is now my opinion. Probably we are not yet there. We are still maybe using the older tactics. But I believe moving forward, actually, the part of the HIV program response is in community engagement, engaging all the relevant stakeholders, including young people. But the sure. strategy, Chester, has not imposed. 
and of course it's a good one at exactly 29 minutes past the hour 18 american voices program courtesy of the u.s embassy as what is in the house chester is is in the house but also in the house doctor suwadule from the aids health care foundation rather known as AHF, uh, breaking down some of the things uh, we know, that we knew wrong about uh, HIV, some of the things we assumed we knew uh, about uh, the pandemic. And earlier on, she touched on uh, how the country has made so much progress in terms of number 95, 95, 95, 95 targets. Yes. Yes. Maybe if you can recap, um, as well, what are the 19, in like, as basic as possible what how can you explain number 95 95 95 target so that we can see how to we then get to the point where we say uh, we see a certain population getting infected egwaluseni for example what, what what's the 95 95 95 all about okay thank you chester so just briefly 95 95 95 are targets that were put by unaids they are actually 2030 targets for um in terms of how we want to manage the HIV pandemic. So the first 95 speaks to 95% of people who are HIV positive knowing their status. The second 95 speaks to 95% of people who know their status being on treatment. And the last 95 uh, speaks to 95% of people who are on treatment being viro virologically suppressed mm -hmm. on treatment. So according to there was a SHIMS study, it's a very popular study where they just took samples from a number of people in the country. They found that, okay, the first 95 were at 94 actually. So we still have gaps where there are some people who don't know their status who expect are HIV positive. But the second one were at 97, you know, which is mm. good. And the third one were at 96. So um, the part about finding young girls who are... Um, vulnerable to new infection. That's a different one, slightly different. This was a surveillance where they were checking actually newly diagnosed people to see whether they had recent infection or old infection. So there are certain tests that were done that can tell you whether this is recent or old infection. So in Gwalusen, that's where we found that there was a higher proportion of people who had very recent infections, meaning there's lots of transmission happening in that community. <laughs> debate rather just weigh in in terms of your opinion from a health perspective within how accurate are these things because um i think um 
I believe we live in a society where mm-hmm. we observe things. We live in a society where we actually share as we treatment mm-hmm. only for her to be told we say we don't have in stock. But uh, when you come into a survey, survey probably in toilet at a time where we lanza e bechi ma So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I have the stock. You get as soon as Aflatse la researcher it's back to the same problem so how accurate are these things and how often do they actually go back and check to see what's available we are actually doing a progress okay no thank you very much Chester. that's a good question because our program is actually data driven so when i speak about this shim study actually what they did they did um interviews and took blood samples on a number of patients there are thousands I, I actually don't remember the exact figure but um when we are doing research you, obviously you can't do the whole population so they sampled from the different regions in the country and from those people whom they sampled from who they put were representative of the general population then tests were done hiv tests viral load tests blood tests just to show would say okay this one probably is hiv positive this one is taking treatment or is not taking treatment so i would say that study uh, i'm certain and most of the tests are not even done some of the tests are done internationally in other labs because this is done in partnership with um other us um usa icap actually the study was done under icap and like myself, I work in AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Every month we, we collect data. I know that in terms of my facilities, 95% of people are suppressed because I take blood, we, we take bloods, we do what needs to be done, we monitor these patients, we see our clients every month, every six months, let's say, and we take bloods annually, like every year. So I'm fairly certain about the accuracy of the data. Yeah. Uh, like, right, like I have a last question on the 95, 95, yes. 95. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, uh, yes. I was actually excited about the topic because uh, there are so many terms like mm. you find good when that's out of context. Mm. understand like that's how I understand because yeah. if I get into just doesn't make sense. Mm. Uh, I'll make an example. Like I saw somewhere that um Swaziland still has the highest prevalence in terms of yeah. HIV infection. And then, yes. but then again, we are doing so much progress in terms of what, the 95, 95, 95. 95, 95. Mm. What's going on? Because it's a leader, please at the same time, it's a leader. And also, Chester, just to add on yeah. the point, I remember Begvula, a new facility. Yes. But see, the, they're going to be, they, they're working towards making sure Google, by 2030, there's zero infection or deaths. Yes, in yes, yes. So you understand Google, like how do we link you know, see, and okay. my prevalences are still high okay. but at the same time we're doing so much progress mm. that's a very good question again Chester you know I wish I had more time and now I see maybe probably I will try to take an opportunity maybe to come and discuss with you guys Please. but prevalence is a different issue mm. prevalence we are just talking about the number of people who are infected with HIV so the number of people who are infected with HIV since the epidemic began there are some who are alive there are some who have died from HIV, unfortunately. So when you talk about on 20, the same number, um, no, not not necessarily on the same number. When okay. I talk about prevalence, we are just talking about people living with HIV, mm-hmm. mm. and then when we are talking about incidence, this is now number of new infections. We are concerned about n- reducing new infections, but prevalence. Once you see prevalence going down, it means that people who are infected with HIV are dying. Oh, you understand? Mm, okay. That means that people we are losing people from HIV. We are okay. I mean. 
the 27% is just the root of what happened before before we had all these interventions that we had oh, yeah. people got infected with HIV and they are living with HIV but we want those people to be on treatment and alive and still with us that's why our prevalence probably will not change of oh, HIV yeah. and we do not want it but to to increase meaning that we are getting lots of new infections but we also don't want it to decrease too much meaning that we are losing a lot of people living with HIV, living with HIV. I yeah? think it's clear I'm yeah. happy now Actually, prep for man. that is used for man because it's 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 no lalel lalel prep for men were introduced a ring for women and it's yes. so she was talking about the things that are being done to make sure that HIV is being curbed. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the prep for men. You know, I feel like men are skeptical in taking prep. Chips. I'll say let's talk about prep if we talk exactly. about yeah. prep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's, let's talk about. Let's, yes. let's take it both. Let's take it both. Yes. It doesn't need. It doesn't need it. Both. Prep. But let's let, let's take a, a short song break and then we we come back. Over at it, about it, about it. Depending on the purpose, I say since yeah, since I've been there, let's have. Because I have so many questions on the prep as well. Me, I like asking. Ah, since you come lately, I'm so so many when we come back and we get into the topic like literally one okay still tuned into 88.2 and you are listening to the american voices show without further ado as well in um event based prep first let's talk about let's just talk prep yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. prep availability yeah side effects if a corner so let, let's start okay so um prep is one of the interventions that we have for prevention of hiv infection mm-hmm. so there are different forms of um what we call prep pre-exposure prophylaxis yes. what you take before you are exposed mm-hmm. to to something that may result in hiv infection so the prep that has been there that has always been there is um it's tablets that are taken they are a form of arvs like drugs that are used for treatment for, of hiv but they're a bit different mm-hmm. so um you can take them um, male or female can take this and um, it's effective after um, I think 40 I may, I may be corrected after 48 hours of taking them but you take them continuously mm-hmm. as you are being exposed to these events if you know your partner works in South Africa you see them once a month you continue taking if your partner then goes away you continue taking it for, for about seven more days then you can stop that's the regular prep that if you know you have a partner and you know you are at high risk, you can take it for a certain period of time when you are exposed to that risk. If you know that this risk is continuous, unfortunately, you may have to continue taking that PrEP. And you need to be tested. Actually, the first thing you need to be tested that you are HIV negative and test every three months just to confirm your HIV status. And then there's, there's a new form of PrEP that is unfortunately only available for biologic um, males what is called event-driven PrEP. This type of PrEP, you take this medication. If you know, let's say, Saturday or Friday night, something will happen. So you take one pill. (laughs) So you take one pill two to 24 hours before your planned event. Mm -hmm. That's the first pill. And then the second pill, you take it 24 hours after the first pill. And then the third pill, you take it another 24 hours after, after that pill. As we are yes. you spoke about 
the prep that mm. I take after being exposed. There is exposure. My partner went to South yes, Africa. Yes, yes. And then there's the one I have to take every day if the... Yes. If le risk e continuous, yes. and then there is event-driven prep, yeah. biologically for men. Mm. I hope the men out there are hearing yes. event-driven prep for men, which makes things easy. But now let's talk about the side effects, because yes. we all know that there is. I don't know. I've forgotten what they call it. Being fatigued by taking medication, yes, yes, continuously, yes, yes. yes I'm yes. one of those people, by the way. I, yes, I have yes. A, a thing with tablets. Is this please, doctor? Don't don't pay pay mind to this one. She just doesn't like tablets. Yes. <laughs> Nobody likes tablets. Yes. We are honest. But now the people that have to take them every day get mm. to a point where mm. why is it worth? You're now tired. Mm-hmm. Are there any? Is there any research being made or mm. done into saying we're trying to improve? Sizamago improve aguti gube ne event driven prep even for females because the people that risk mostly the people that attend to e labaya girl attend at their healthcare mm. are females. Yes. You will correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. But I'm pretty sure it, even on statistics tester females mm. more than the males. Yes, yes, yes. We actually have a gap in testing. There are many more males who we suspect don't know their HIV statuses than than women. But I hear your point. Unfortunately, yes, there hasn't been robust research that actually proves the effectiveness of event-driven prep mm-hmm. in biologic females. Mm. So that's why it's not yet there. I'm sure there's some research going on about that but we did mention the ring the dapivirin ring yes. that women can actually use it can be put um, and let's say 24 hours before mm-hmm. you think you, you, you have that event mm-hmm. and you can keep it actually for 28 days Inside, in the, inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But now, what mm-hmm. are the side effects of the? <laughs> what are the side side effects of of the of the the ring? Yes. Um, um, it it can happen. Like you can get urinary tract infections. No, that's not really. It's not like everyone who puts the ring. Yes. Them, but because it's something sitting there, you can mm. be prone to urinary tract infection. So mm-hmm. when you are given that ring, you'll be educated on what to watch out for and you can quickly come back to the healthcare facility and that can be treated and you can continue with the ring. We actually do not need to remove that ring because of of if a urinary tract infection or sometimes you can get some discharges, but you still go back to your healthcare practice practitioner and you are seen for that does mm-hmm. it in any way affect for instance we know that um things like contraceptives are very useful mm-hmm. and very helpful however they affect your fertility and mm-hmm. your hormones does it have the same effect because so mm-hmm. many people have have comp- we will mm-hmm. we will touch into the side effects of your prep like mm-hmm. some people will say that it will cause some tension in your stomach yes so yes. is it the same well, not really, because this one acts locally. Mm. You are not taking it, it into your whole system. Orally it will act in your genital area, where everything happens. And then, so we don't. We expect only the local side effects, maybe to a bit of discomfort, maybe some discharges, maybe some infections. But really, it shouldn't cause any problems. Even a woman can remove it herself so, and oh. put it back. Actually, yeah, excited. No, it's because it's, it's necessary. <laughs> if 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 we have. Yes event driven mm. prep mm. and we know that women like i said they take up um their health more than men mm-hmm. do so my sure. thing would be why wouldn't event driven prep be for women 
or for both, not like, just like, women, like or just for everyone. Like mm-hmm. two questions, uh, doctor. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to go one now. Uh, the first one is on what uh, um, what efforts are being done to actually try and look at the combat against HIV and AIDS uh, from a universal point of view as opposed to uh, prep for men, prep for women because I believe uh, such um, separations, such demarcations computer uh, on useless mm-hmm. things instead of focusing on the ultimate code which is mm-hmm. actually because right now you find us fighting ha 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 wena, why can't you take umchovo you get umchovo on me you get so that kind that, that kind that, that, that's actually the first question the efforts of Wuzi as he make this fight actually a universal one mm-hmm. and then furthermore uh, in Shikwangde period 24 hours to 28 mm-hmm. days Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to understand the nature of the people we live in, a sorry, a colleagues as well as uh, my students, mm-hmm. wherever they are. <laughs> but knowing uh, my students, mm-hmm. as a UNESCO, uh, me being a former UNESCO student, I think mm-hmm. I've seen uh, how, I wouldn't say easy it is to get into a sexual relationship, mm-hmm. for example. But I feel like you may find you would see, um, I really don't have like, 24 hours when you're fucking you get because Yes. God, 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 God Almighty. So uh, the question then becomes um, what efforts are being done to actually try and to simplify or rather reduce some of these um, red tapes around you, the use of the internet. I always tell people uh, pedestrians crossings are uh, strategically positioned at a place that's going to inconvenience you wherever you are going. Mm. And that was say, and you can easily just jump over here, but yeah. you have to walk all around there. Mm-hmm. So what happens is how many people are going to be willing to actually take the walk into yeah. the pedestrian? Okay. Maybe I'll start with your second question because, as I mentioned, PrEP is just one of the interventions that we have. It's just one of the interventions that we have. We still emphasize on the use of condoms. Mm -hmm. You know, if the edge comes, the person is there. Always make sure you have a condom at the back of your pocket. Trust that. Yes. So that's also something that you can use in case of emergence. But the beauty, let's say, of the ring, even if you have to wait 24 hours, maybe right now use a condom, but after that, then you know you have a bit of protection after that 24 hours for the next 28 days. So I believe that is, um, yeah, that's convenient if you, if, if you use it all together. And then I hope I understood your first question that I was speaking about these differences. I think mainly what we what is what is then put in is based on research that has been done in some places you'll find that the people who are at highest risk of hiv are men mm-hmm. who have sex with men so that these studies are done on men who have sex with men mm-hmm. so that's why you'll get recommendations that are based on male or female and things like that but it's really not any intention to separate okay. that and you have to say there are hormonal differences between men and women and the surfaces are different. So, yeah. okay, Nyalo, Nyalo Togotela, we have to debunk certain myths around sure. HIV and AIDS. And because this Katisia Sila, as we listen in Zaben, first, one of the myths that are popular are wealthy people do not have HIV. That's false. <laughs> HIV, anyone can get HIV. Vile Balaleli, you don't judge a book by its cover, but also, also, um, 
giving into the second myth, mm. you can tell if someone has HIV and AIDS by looking at them. No, that's false. You cannot tell. 100% you cannot tell. You can't tell. No. Third one, um, with, with all the modern treatments that exist, HIV is no longer a big deal. Well, I'll answer this question here in a political way. HIV is really no longer a death sentence that it used to be. Unfortunately, two decades ago, it was something of a death sentence. But now we have treatment that is effective where you can live almost a normal life. But it is still a big deal because you still have to take treatment. And some people, it's difficult to take treatment for the rest of your life. So if you can find ways of preventing yourself from getting the, the HIV, it's much better. And somebody has to foot the bill for the treatment, you know. Whether it's the government, whether it's the partners, somebody is paying for the treatment that people are getting. It's actually not given somewhere for free. So we still have to emphasize prevention. But for those who have the virus, it's not a death, death sentence. You can live with it for the rest of your life and live normally, have children and do and achieve whatever you have set yourself to to achieve. Also, um, if I am was still on the meds, mm -hmm. and my boyfriend is 20 years older than me, mm -hmm. hypothetically speaking, my boyfriend is 20 years older than me, I can't negotiate for safe sex because mm -hmm. what do I bring to the table except the body? My body. Yes. That unfortunately in that kind of a scenario, it's difficult to negotiate for condoms, negotiate even for just discuss sex because partners need to discuss, okay, what's your own HIV status, what's going on? It's very difficult when you have an older partner who is financially, where there's a gradient between you and them financially. Mm -hmm. So it causes a lot of problems. But anyway, with those relationships, there's still this prep that we're talking about where you know you're at high risk we don't we don't encourage that but we know it happens mm -hmm. people still for one reason or another life circumstances are they are forced to get into these relationships so they have to be empowered to know what options are there even for them and that's what we just discussed Free condoms are not free, guys. Like those free condoms, someone is paying for it. That's True. what I got. No, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so we can, we gotta, yeah. we gotta, we gotta stop. I'm not saying I'm wasting free condoms, but you know what I mean. Musani chesta chesta lama. Musani chesta lama condom. Nifagenga o lama lama sogi se nonu jali pola. Agasi o alogo. Agasi o alogo. Oya ti chesta chesta ngo oya mo ba fa lama sogi. Agasi kola. Gents, gents always have a way. They always find a way. Pati ge se se la pogle soskati le salag mele salasi li kutota. Si kutota kona ma kamekri na tovotela. Okay. No, thank you very much for this opportunity. As AHF, I think we are we are really we are also not only into HIV care, but we are advocates. We are advocates for that people get the treatment that they need, the information that they need. So anyway, my last message would be for young people: get the information. It's so available to you everywhere. You can Google. I mean, you can visit one of our facilities, mm -hmm. our flagship facilities, AHF Lambelase, which is in Manzini, which is the tall new building mm -hmm. that we just built. We are actually going to be having a wellness clinic there where we'll be dealing with STIs. Anyone, even if you're yeah. HIV negative, we treat you for STIs, we check for cervical cancer, which is very important for young women. So there's a lot that is there that is available for you. Young people should just come in, ask for the information and yeah. How much is all that? 
Yeah. Okay. That's the beauty of us, even as AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Everything we provide for free. So we can go no and test cost. for everything. You can Cervical go and cancer test. and everything for yes. free. Is the wellness cancer working? Right now, we are setting it up. Oh. We're expecting in the second or third quarter of the year to be to be r- okay. up and running. Okay. But so you, it's HIV and STIs right now. Yeah, HIV. Just HIV. Only okay. Okay. But we have a clinic in Matsapa which is a comprehensive care clinic where anyone can be treated there. For the STIs? We can treat STIs, we can treat hypertension, we can treat... For cervical cancer? Yes. There's this one. I'm not sure if it's the one, but there's this one. I'm not sure if it's the one. Exactly. It's ah, opposite. Afrisem. I've seen it. Yes, and Afrox. Bemakas in Matsapa. I know it's a bit far from here, but we have everything there. Let's just take a day, Sambeni, go find out about our health. Mm-hmm. And let's make sure that see, see, we know about our health, we know our HIV status. And I'm so happy and I'm very I'm excited about this topic because it talks about my health, your health. Mm-hmm. And I hope you were educated, informed, and inspired. Ingpile? Like it felt like a very short hour. <laughs> like it felt like a very short hour. But uh, it's been amazing. Thank you so much, you guys, for having me. Uh, I hope it's one day, uh, Doctor, we come back because mm-hmm. I feel like there's quite a lot we didn't really tap on. Mm-hmm. I do believe we couldn't about self home test. Yes, yes, self testing kits. I'm sorry, I meant to mention self testing kits are ideal for you guys. Please visit our facilities. We have them for free. You can take and test yourself at home. I'm out. <laughs> From Mina Ingpil, I hope you are empowered, inspired, and educated because that's what we aim to do. But for now, have a good night. Until the next broadcast, which is on Friday, so we are on the AVP.